Y'all, I just wanted to jump on here real quick. Um, and just remind y'all that some of the best things to remember in the Bible is really what Jesus said about those who who were crucifying him when he was dying on the cross. When he said, forgive them, Lord, for they know not what they do. And another thing that we should remember is that vengeance is the Lord's, right? God knows what's going on. And we, we had a heads up about this because we know that we wrestle not against flesh, but against the rulers of darkness and the principalities. And, you know, as a hip-hop recording artist, since I've been recording music, you know, my whole life, not so much lately, but, you know, I have a strong discography, you know, like 40, 42 albums, 40 secular albums, Two Christian albums, mixtapes, whatever. One thing that I learned is that Satan is constantly attacking our minds. So it doesn't even have to be in the hip hop industry, but I do think that's one of his main focuses, considering, you know, what his, well, Satan is just like, the adversary, the enemy, right? But Lucifer, right? His profession, I don't know if I'm going to say his profession, but his role in heaven, you know, being in charge of music. And I've had several hell in, encounters with with Lucifer, with the devil. Um, I've had several hell experiences seeing him in hell, you know, seen Jay-Z in hell too right next to him and another figure which I don't know if it was Puffy or Puff Daddy or who it was I can't remember now I know I, I seen Kanye there too and um, anyway when you think about all these hip hop Murders and homicides, Young Dolph, you know, the the Tennessee, the Tennessee section of hip hop, you know what I mean? With 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 the whole Young Dolph, Yo Gotti beef. When you go to Texas and you see the stuff that's going on, you know, with Migos and Takeoff being murdered, you know. J. Prince Jr., you know, the way he he uh, pretty much just walked right by him, you know, once he was murdered. And when you look at the Yellow Beezy and the Mo3 Beef, and when you look at these, and I get it because I was, I was in, I was caught up in that, you know what I mean? And it was because when you don't have a, a close connection with the Lord, when you're not in the Bible, you know, studying and, and learning 
and researching the word of God, when your mind is not occupied and being filled up with the word of God, the enemy is definitely 100% going to slide in there. He's constantly trying to do that anyways. Like his whole thing is distractions. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and, um, you know, when I think about in particular, you know, like some people, they're discreet about it. You know what I mean? You know, whether it's blood sacrifices or whatever. And, you know, I know that that's a real thing. I know it goes on just because my affiliation with Busy Bone from Bone Thugs of Harmony and his his brother, his foster brother, Capo Confucius, Adrian Parlett, his mysterious murder, unsolved murder to this day. And even what Rick Robinson told me, and I could speak on that now, double R, because he's dead. But <clears throat> he told me, and I didn't really want to talk about that when he was alive, because I'm not really trying to, you know what I mean? But it's like... <clears throat> He pretty much let me know, you know what I mean, that there was deeper layers to that and that, you know, he was a Freemason, you know, and he was he was working with Disney for the music kingdom. And, you know, he I mean, and thing is, like, I never met this dude personally, like face-to-face and nothing. I just had, like, a lot of phone conversations with him. But one thing I knew about him was he wasn't a man of his word. He was a deceiver. He lied about a lot of things, and he was faking the funk a lot. And I never, you know, I never really cared too much because, like, once I figure out how a person is, I think DMX said, like, yeah, you could trust people, but you trust them to be how they are. You know what I mean? Some people are just caught up in this cycle to where they just never going to change. And I think God knows. I mean, obviously, it's not I think. I know God knows. You know, some people expire. You know, they just, they could die at a young age, old age. But, <clears throat> you know, whenever they die, you know, if they die in their sin... You know, God is always giving people multiple chances, bringing people back to life. People died, he, he brings them back. People die and go to hell, he brings them back. Like, he's always giving people chances. So my question to you is, are you recognizing these chances? Are you, rec are you connecting the dots and realizing that See, I had I had a I had a situation that happened today. You know what I mean? Actually, yesterday, cause it's two a.m. now. But um, it was it was really weird. It was a weird situation. I know it was the enemy. I know he was on me, and it was kind of weird because, like lately, I just been coming home and just been you know all day. I'm in Jesus mode. But, you know, I used sometimes when I come home, like, you know, I start watching the news and other things, and you know, which means I'm not in the word, right? So if I'm 100% Jesus mode all day, and then now I'm 
you know, watching things, and that means I'm not focused on Jesus, right? But I haven't been doing that. I've just been really focused on Jesus, you know what I mean? So when I get these attacks, like, I'm just, I'm like, God, I wouldn't even, like, how did I, what legality did I give the enemy for this attack to happen? That's like the first thing that I try to figure out. Because I'm at a point now where I automatically know, like, if I'm having a bad day, if the the enemy is successful and attacking me all day long, throughout the whole day, then I gotta I gotta figure out what I did wrong to allow that legality for that demonic attack. Because if I'm one hundred with God, meaning if I'm doing if I'm checking all the boxes with him, I should pretty much have smooth sailing. You know what I mean? Like it should be a pretty flawless day with no demonic interruptions. You know what I mean? Like there's always certain things like they say, you know, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. So we know weapons will be formed, but they shouldn't be successful. So when success when things are things are starting to happen, I'm starting to notice it. You know what I mean? And I can usually notice it before I even leave the crib. So before I even leave my apartment, I'm just like, I could already know what's up. And if it if it's, sometimes if it's going like that, I'm like, cool, I ain't even going to work today. You know what I mean? Like, um, like I got a lot of different options for work and I got to just like, I got to have multiple bank accounts and multiple phones. Like I always got to have options because I know, I know where I'm at, you know, with the enemy and with the Lord, you know what I mean? And it's really a tough place to be because God expects perfection. I don't care what anybody thinks. He does say, be perfect like your father in heaven is perfect. Be holy for I am holy. So, and you already know the standard. You know what I mean? Like, you're dealing with a perfect God. And that's what he expects. I mean, obviously he knows, you know, that uh, we're not perfect. But that doesn't mean he doesn't want us to try. You know what I mean? And a lot of people don't try. A lot of cowards don't repent. The whole once saved, always saved doctrine is for people that want to live a, a lackadaisical, lukewarm lifestyle. You know what I mean? I can never, I can never go back to a lukewarm lifestyle. Like I just, it's just impossible for me. That will probably lead to my death. Like that's where I'm at with the Lord. Like if I. If I take any steps backwards, I'm. it's probably going to lead to death. You know what I mean? And the helicopter's been following me again. You know what I mean? They've been on me heavy. I know people thought I was tripping, but just look up gang stalking. You know, the, the, Satan controls his world. So if you if you don't if you don't realize that he controls the FBI, that the FBI works for Satan, that the CIA works for Satan, you know, ATF, like they all work for Satan. You know, they're when you see FBI is on the case, it's probably because they're the one that committed the crime. Like, more than likely. Nine times out of ten. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is an evil, evil world. And they try to... They don't want people to really know how evil it is. So they try to fake the funk and act like... You know... Because they don't, they don't want to alarm everybody. If everybody really woke up to the realization that the, their government is is really evil, that it's really controlled by demons, that everything like like the politicians, 
like everybody in these positions of authority, that they're all demonic entities that that's running everything. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be a it's gonna be widespread shock, worldwide shock. You know what I mean? And they're probably not gonna understand that until the Great Tribulation. They're probably not gonna understand that until after the Rapture. Actually, at the moment that the Rapture happens, it's gonna be instantaneous. Like the whole world is gonna know something something's wrong. You know what I mean? Immediately, they're gonna know. But um. So yeah, so what happened today? Uh I was driving, it was a green light, and as soon as I I went through the intersection, a white cargo van uh pulled and tried to pull in front of me to like cause a head-on head collision. And thankfully, you know. I was able to react quick enough to swerve and go into the other lane. So he was basically, I guess he was basically trying to bust a U-turn. Or he was, I don't know what was going on, but something was up with it because this white cargo van had a car behind him following him with shooters in the car. And the, the windows was tinted. So the first thing I'm thinking is, oh... You know, I'm starting to think like all the all the all the people crossing the border. We all know that they're they're snatching children for adrenochrome. We already, you know what I mean. We already know that that the alphabet boys will just say that, right? Because I already said the three letter agencies, right? The, the one that starts with the F, the one that starts with the C, the one that starts with the A, whatever. We already know that they're involved with the infant snatching. Trafficking, kidnappings, we already know that they're part of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know there's organizations in my city right now that are behind that. Mikey's Late Night Slice Pizza, you know what I'm saying? They're involved with that. That's that's pretty much a guarantee. You can't go to any Mikey's Late Night Slice Pizza and not tell me that that's not a satanic organization. And if you look at any of their promotions, Mikey's Late Night Slice, like read between the lines, Late Night Slice. And then you got an evil, you got an evil uh, mascot. And then you're, and then you're, you got videos where you're chasing little kids and you're, come on, man, connect the dots, Pizzagate. Like it's, it's, we already know what's up with that. You know what I'm saying? And the reason I know is because I ran into them when they had the warehouse on 4th and 5th. You know what I'm saying? And I seen one of the demons in there working. And they seen me. And I seen nothing but fear in their eyes. I know now. I'm at the point now where it's like I've, I've done enough self-deliverance on myself. And now I'm helping other people go through deliverances. Like I'm, I can see the demons in you. I see those demons in you. Those demons know that I'm anointed. Those demons know that I'm obedient because demons recognize authority based on belief and our belief is determined by our obedience to, to Jesus. Let me repeat that. Demons recognize authority based on belief, conviction, which is determined by our obedience. If we're 
connected to the source, we're connected to God, we're being obedient, we're listening to him, we're, we are fruit connected to the tree. And as long as we're connected to the tree, we have life. We have that authority. You know, yes, it'll, when we go to heaven, if, if we do well, it'll be, you know, well done, my good and faithful servant. But Jesus called us friends. If you love me, you will obey me. And to get deeper than that, it's, it's, it's cooperation. Because we are friends. He's trying to help us. Trust me, I'm upset that I have to exist, that I have to go through this. I don't like it. The pressure is intense. The pressure is more intense, the more obedient that you are trying to be. The demons are going to attack you more, the more that you're trying to be obedient. These demons are just jumping in and out of bodies all over the world. They're cocky. They're arrogant. You know what I mean? They've been doing this for a long time, longer than any of us have been alive. You know, they're eternal, you know. So anyways, that cargo van tries to hit me. I immediately knew demonic attack in the spiritual. I knew something was up. So I'm driving and... I got to make a turn. I'm working. So I make a turn. They follow me. The white cargo van and, and the car behind me follow me. I get to where I'm going. White cargo van pulls up. They block me in. He rolls the window down. He starts cussing at me in Spanish. I start talking to him in English. But I'm looking in his eyes. I know he's a demon. And then the the... the the dark car behind him, I don't think it was like a dark blue, bluish metallic tinted windows. I couldn't even see who was driving. I couldn't see anybody in the car because the windows were so dark. But some some Spanish dude gets out the back seat with a gun. So what the first thing they want to do is they want to see fear because demons feed off of fear. That's why that's what that's why I was talking about the hip hop industry. I'm talking about all this. This is what they feed off of. But there's no fear in me. I never, I've had, I've been having kids put guns on me since I was a kid. You know what I mean? And I'm always telling people, I just had, I just had put it in my book. Last year, the year before, they just did a drive-by on me at the gas station. Not, not one bullet hit me. They hit the guy right in front of me. He fall down screaming. He got shot. I'm like, Would you, you want my phone? He got mad at me. You know what I mean? I guess he wanted me to call the police. I was like, you can use my phone. If you need my phone. And he ended up getting right back on his on his bike and, and, and speeding off. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool. Like I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to participate in any of this. Like whatever's going on between God and Satan. I'd rather opt out. I don't like being a pawn. I don't like being in the middle of it. I really don't like the fact that we're forced to exist against our will. Some some of you guys are probably happy that you exist. I'm not. Because I know I've already been to hell. So I already know. Like I already know. 
I know that, 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 that this, I already know what's going on with all this. You know what I mean? Like, we're dealing with eternal consequences. So we're dealing with eternal consequences, meaning we're going to be judged for every thought that we thought, every action we took. For not forgiving people, like every everything, everything we're being, we're we're like an experiment. You know what I'm saying? That's what's so annoying about this. I mean, who can really work with somebody breathing over your shoulder? Nobody wants to work in the environment when you got somebody breathing over your shoulder, breathing on the back of your neck, making sure that you're doing everything perfect. Well, that's, that's how I live my life now. And it is insanity. It's crazy. And I, who wants to live like that? And not only am I dealing with it while I'm awake, but when I go to sleep, once I become conscious that I'm, like, once I come to the realization that I'm even dreaming, when I don't even want to dream, I just want to sleep. I actually just want to get some rest. But when I come to the fact that, oh, Wait, what, how how did I end up? How did I end up over here in this part of the world, in this building, in this car, and in, in this store, this this house with these people, and like, like how did I? And then all of a sudden, it's just like, oh wait, why is this girl trying to kiss me? Get away from me! I can't do that. Why are you handing me weed? Like, why are you giving me like? You know what I'm saying? Like, once you even become conscious that you're dreaming and now you got to you got to be on your on your P's and Q's while you're dreaming. So everything that you're doing in real life, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm at the gym, I'm I'm like I I'm just trying to like look at the floor. I'm just trying to look at the floor. And the thing is, I don't think we realize this as humans, we could be thinking, we're at, we're lo- we're in our mind all the time, right? We could be thinking about something, but where where are your eyes while you're thinking? You know what I mean? Like, I'm just staring in a space. But if I'm in a public place, somebody thinks I'm staring at them. And so now I got to be like, man, let me just stare at the floor. People come around me, I try to get away from people. So that's how I'm living my life. Like, I'm trying not to make eye contact with nobody. I'm not trying to talk to nobody. Like, I'm just, because when you've been to hell, when the Lord is, 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 Put, sent you to hell multiple times and he's letting you know on a personal level how close you are to going to hell that's how you live you you you're walking on eggshells and anybody who doesn't understand that I don't care because I know there's other people that's going through this like I'm going through it I know people are going through this hyper intensified walk with the Lord that's the way it gets the closer that you get to him. Spend spend your whole day in the word. I'm not going to lie. I haven't been posting everything that I've been listening to. But when you look at this channel and you look at when I started this channel, you guys are getting a good 50% of what I'm consuming on a day-to-day basis. I promise you're, you're getting at least a good 50% of what I'm consuming every day. Because I don't want my idle mind to be the devil's workshop. I'm trying to follow the scripture. I'm trying to focus on things of heaven. I'm trying to focus on Jesus. 
yeah, sometimes I get a little off track on here because I post it. You know what I'm saying? But mind you, I started to post all of this stuff not because I expected people to listen to it. I just wanted to have a place that I could save these things so I could go back to and study it and then write it down later so that I would have it later. So anybody who's studying and researching, that's what you do. You take notes, you store the notes, you put it somewhere safe, and this is how you learn. You know, it's 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 not just learning through audio and visual. You know what I mean? Like I, I learned through audio, visual, and hands-on experience. And I gotta repeat, 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 repeat until I make sure that it's 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 sunk it's sunk in to make sure it's part of my memory. Same thing when you're learning a new language. You have to do it every day. You have to practice. You have to try to speak to people in a new language. You have to en engage in conversation, try on air. Like this is how you learn, right? So that's why I say lazy people, cowards, they don't repent. They want to live a lukewarm, comfortable lifestyle. Who doesn't? You don't think I want a break? You don't think I'm tired of this? Don't you? Don't you? You know how much I would love to just be on a vacation and, and be wealthy and just be able to, to, to do fun activities. I'll never, ever, ever be able to live a normal life ever again because of how much that I've learned about, through the Bible by studying the, by studying the Word of God. Once you do that, there, you can't, I can't be turned over to a reprobate mind. I can't go back into a lukewarm, backslidden lifestyle. It is impossible for me to do that. Yeah, I have free will, but I promise you, it'll be utter destruction. Because the minute the enemy can get me to turn my back on God, to, 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 to walk away from that, it's going to be death. So he can have the victory. So when I die, I'll go to hell. So he can claim ownership over me because I died of my sin. I died unrepentant. I died not asking for forgiveness. That's why it's so important that I developed a routine of constantly asking for forgiveness. Like I, I walk into places and I start praying. And I know it because kids will always look at me. Kids are pure. Like, kids are closer to God anyways. You know what I mean? Not all of them, but a lot of them, you know? So, and I know animals, you know? And one thing I know, notice about the animals and the children is they look at me like a deer stuck in the middle of a fro, like a, a deer in headlights. You know what I'm saying? Like, you look like a deer in headlights. Like froze, mouth open, eyes wide, just staring up at me like, like in awe. And I, I really don't like that because there's nothing good in me except for God. Like there's nothing good in me except for Jesus. And I have to keep him in there. I have to do that. I have to constantly be like, okay, you know, you're at the gym, they got... They got 50 million different TV screens. You know what I'm saying? They got 50 million TV screens. And so, you know, it's hard to look down when you're on a treadmill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't want to, like, 
you know, get, it's kind of weird. Like I've tried it before, but when you're just looking down on the treadmill, it's like you can kind of get dizzy because you're just seeing your feet moving. So, so it was like you get a sense of vertigo or, or something like that. You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure my Alexa devices record me because I, I know they record and I don't care. I just don't care because, I mean, this is being recorded. You know what I mean? But this is the thing. These helicopters wouldn't be following me, harassing me. All these weird things wouldn't be happening if what I was doing wasn't somehow causing problems for the devil. Today, the, the, this guy in the cargo van was arguing with me, and I'm like, bro, I don't know, I don't know what happened. I already know, like in my in the spirit, I was feeling like the devil played tricks with this dude's eyes or his vision, or did something. You know what I mean? Like I already knew the dude was demonic. Like I knew that immediately. You know what I mean? He wasn't aggressive, but he was trying to act like a gangster. Like, he done watched 30 Mafia movies before he approached me. You know what I'm saying? Like, the way he was using his hands, trying to speak to me. Like, he, he not only that, but the fact that he had a car. So, that the first thing I think, a white cargo van. He's snatching kids, and he's got the car behind him following him so he can get away. And trust me, I was a drug dealer for my whole life. So, I already know the whole thing about... If I'm going to go pick up some dope, I got somebody following me so the cops can't get behind me. I know that trick. That's an old school trick. These are kids to me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm 43. I'm about to be 44 next month. Come January. You know what I mean? The end of January, I'm going to be 44. This is old news to me. These these dudes was in their early 20s. They think being a gangster is cool. You know what I'm saying? When I know it's stupid. But I had to pray for them. Because what does God say? Pray for your enemies. Pray for those. I, I might not have been happy when I prayed for them after that situation. And all day long I was mad because I heard the demon in my head to get to get, to get back. You know, I need, to, I need to go follow them. I need to get them. I need to, you know, I don't even want to speak it into existence. But I just heard demonic thoughts. And that's the whole point of this, this episode. This life, man, it's just, it's, it's, it's too much for anybody to deal with. It really is. And we may think that, you know, this, cause this person has his job, he's an accountant, he's, you know, IT and this person works at the bank or this person, you know, works at this marketing firm and this, this person wears a business suit or they're in business attire and they're working here and here. Everybody may think that these people, that these individuals are not going through it. We are all going through it. We are all dealing with heavy influx of demonic thoughts because these are demons that are around us constantly. These demons are always around us. They're always trying to get us to make a mistake so they can gain legality into our life so they can cause problems for us. It's disgusting. And I always tell God, like, I wouldn't do, I just wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? Like. And I'm, sometimes I'm like, God, were you just so bored in eternity that this is what you decided to do? Like, do you not care that we don't want to we don't want to go through this? 
Like, let's say we 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 are eternal and we always existed with God. And let's say, yeah, I'll incarnate into this physical world to experience duality, to experience free will, in order to lead people to Christ and to lead people to salvation. Sure. But if that were the case, we were probably in a different state of mind than when we come here. Because in that state of mind, if we were eternal and we've always existed, then we, we, we could be like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll play that video game real quick. But if there's an eternal consequence that you could end up going to hell and losing your salvation, why? Why would anybody gamble? Why would it, why would you even roll the dice with that? I just cannot I cannot comprehend me agreeing to do something like that. Why would I risk losing my salvation to try to lead people to Christ? When I think about my life, nobody led me to Christ. Sure, I, I I have I have a couple instances, two that I could remember right off the rip. One when I was in like kindergarten or first grade or something like that. Maybe it was even before that, and I remember there was like a Sunday school bus that came to pick up little kids to take them to the church. The church sent out a bus to to take the neighborhood kids to church, and I think I only went like once or twice. And I remember one time that they was trying to, I was just too young, but I mean, God brings that memory back to me. And I remember the pastor talking to the other pastor, like, oh, it's a waste of time. These these kids don't get it or something like that. Like I remember, and I remember just being under a demonic influence because I didn't have Christ. And so I was just like, ah, ah running around acting like a, how a kid acts, acting wild. And then I remember another time with Sam Dotery, this kid with red hair, I was playing with him and I was, I said some cuss words. His mom heard me. She called me downstairs and she, she made me say the sinner's prayer. And I, ever since I said that prayer, even though I didn't know what I, what I was talking about, I didn't know what I was doing. I just, you know, and I remember in my mind thinking, I don't need to listen to her. She's not my mom. I don't have to. You know what I mean? But I did it anyway. And so I I recognize that with myself through my whole life of having this rebellious spirit in me to not wanting to comply or do anything that anybody wants me to do. To this day, I still have that feeling. But ultimately, the hardest thing to do is to ignore that strong emotional urge to not want to comply, to not want to obey, and overriding that strong emotional feeling and urge into trying to do the right thing. That's been my whole battle. I don't know about you, but I mean, I'm pretty sure that's that's with most of us. And maybe that is the Holy Spirit. And maybe after the rapture and the Holy Spirit has been removed, for the most part, which I'm sure God's still going to be overseeing things, obviously. Um, maybe people will, will not have that 
that filter, excuse me, they might not have that filter, they might not have that sense of, of, of doing, of maybe they should, they should reconsider, because that's really, that's really the only way I can, I can break it down, it's a feeling of maybe I should reconsider, but it's not as strong as the feeling to not, to not wanting to comply or obey. Anyway, the guy in the cargo van, he's like, you you ran a red light. And I'm like, nah, man, I drive for a living. I'm at work right now. I, It was a green light. He's starting to argue with me. He's, he's trying to provoke a confrontation. He keeps smiling at the guy behind him who's standing outside the car with the gun, right? And I could have acted a lot of different ways in this moment. You know what I mean? I could have laughed at the shooter. You know what I mean? I could have got out the car and started fighting this dude. Like, I was thinking of a lot of things. You know what I mean? It's It was a, a tense moment because I was angry, too. You know what I mean? I was angry at the fact that this dude tried to run his van into me when I was going across the intersection. And he didn't do it in the middle of the intersection. Like, I literally made it all the way across the intersection. <laughs> all the way across the intersection. And right when I was getting on to the, the, as soon as I got past the intersection, as soon as I got past the four-way stop and I'm actually on the road in front of me because I'm just going straight. As soon as I get right there, there's a little median in the middle, like that little middle curb. He like literally tries to almost go over that curb to try to, to, to hit me head on and a head on head collision. Like, actually, I would have hit him if I didn't swerve because, you know, it's two lanes on each side. So I didn't swerve all the way over to the right lane to try to get around him. You know what I mean? And it made me so angry. You know what I'm saying? And immediately I'm I'm mad at God. I'm like, dang, God, what did I do? I didn't do nothing. I was like, I was watching Jesus, Jesus movies all night. You know what I mean? And I'm working on on on, on uh, uh, designing the... Uh, a hoodie for my friend for um his daughter that passed away because it's her birthday in January. So he wanted me to design a hoodie for her. So it's just like I don't even know what I did. You know what I'm saying? But please forgive me for whatever I did because that's the thing. We always have to ask for forgiveness every single day for things that we don't even know that we did wrong. God knows everything that we do wrong, right? Because he's perfect. And that's, that makes me upset too. It's always a guessing game. Like, what did I do? And I, today I was wearing a hoodie with my my dead friends on it. And I'm like, now I'm thinking like, oh, is that idolatry? Because I don't think it's idolatry. But who knows with God? He's so hypersensitive about every little thing. You know what I mean? It's just it's, it's irritating. It's frustrating for me. Trying to play this guessing game with him, trying to absorb all of this knowledge from the Bible over and over and over again, because we have forgetful memories and we forget things constantly. Our memories are horrible. All of our memories are horrible. And I'm sure the floor riding the water doesn't help. I mean, it leads to dementia. So we already know that. But and it's just like um, apricots, apricots cure cancer right and this dude got thrown into prison for trying to extract the b17 from the the apricots and he was selling as a cure for cancer he was in prison for that 
But if he didn't call it a cure for cancer, he wouldn't have been in prison. I think there's like a little small town in Italy. That's all they eat is apricots. And it's like the whole zone is a cancer-free zone. And I think sour sap, sour sop fruit cures it as well. Really just having an alkaline environment in your body, which is just basically fruits and vegetables. You know what I mean? Anyways, I just bring that up because this world is controlled by the enemy. And it makes me so upset that God put us in this environment. And so many souls will go to hell because we just couldn't figure it out. Like, I mean... The the amount of research and work that you have to do every single day to even try to survive this life and not lose your soul means that you absolutely really cannot do anything else. You can't work a normal job. You can't you can't clean your house. You can't do nothing because you have to stay in the word 24-7. The Bible says to pray continuously without ceasing. Do you know how much how much energy that takes to keep your mind focused on praying to God all day, to be in that con- con- direct communication with him all day long, it's impossible. It's just be like me telling you that you have to make sure that you blink when you need to blink, that you need to breathe when you need to breathe, and you need to keep your heart beating when your heart needs to beat. You know what I mean? Like It's, it's just, it, I definitely feel like we're set up for failure. You know what I mean? And what is all this for? Because of something Adam and Eve did. But that wouldn't happen if they never had the option to eat from the tree. Like if that tree shocked you when you got close to it, they would have never done it. If if evil didn't exist, it wouldn't be a choice. If God prevented evil from happening, like if every time that you tried to kill an animal, you couldn't kill an animal. So you just had to be a vegetarian. You know what I'm saying? Every time you tried to watch pornography, it just wouldn't exist because you could, pornography couldn't happen. Meaning no matter what, a man couldn't get erect to have, have an affair with a woman. You know what I mean? Like God can make it to where you don't even, you don't even, you can't even sin. You know what I'm saying? I remember one time I was about to get in a fight with somebody a street fight and somebody tripped me and it wasn't that it wasn't nobody around me i'm run i'm trying to run after this dude and i literally felt a leg come out and trip me to where i fell down somebody tripped me and it was in the spiritual my guardian angel god i don't know but i know it was something in the spiritual that tripped me for sure so if God could intervene like that, then he can intervene throughout the whole world to make it to where nobody can sin. If he continuously blocked us from sinning, people will learn not to sin. They will just find something else to do. Like, oh, this violent video game that I keep playing isn't working. And now, now the, it just never works. Okay, find another game. Well, this game doesn't work. Okay. Let me play this game where it's teaching me new languages and it's teaching me the word of Jesus. Oh, does that game exist? Probably not, right? What video game is teaching us about Jesus? I don't know of anyone. I don't even have any a video game system or anything like that. But 
when I did, it was all violence. You know what I mean? Then the uh, Fig Tree Ministry, that guy was like, uh, oh, you can't watch The Chosen. Because yada, 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 right? Pastor Sandy first said he was watching it. And then after they told him all these things about it, he was like, he wasn't watching it no more. Well, I just watched the, the season three, episode three, and it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful episode. Very powerful episode. And there's so many people that are being led to Christ through that. Maybe because I watched that, maybe that's why this attack happened. I don't know. It's always a, it's a freaking guessing game with the Lord. And I get sick and tired of it. I'm tired of it. I just, I'm just trying to survive. Now I got to be guessing 50 million things. Like, what did I do to upset the Lord? What did I do to upset the Lord? Because I know when I'm doing everything that the God wants me to do, I have, I have good days. But I make one mistake and then it's just, it's, it's like open season. Like, oh yeah, go ahead and attack them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, even even at the gym today. Like, I'm a single man. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, I guess I'm not allowed to have a wife now because I went through a divorce because she was cheating on me. But technically, I was watching pornography and stuff like that, so maybe I was cheating on her too. Now, there was times that we broke up in a relationship and I wasn't faithful, I guess, but I mean, when you broke up, you broke up, and this was before I was really came to Christ, so, you know, 12, 13 years, and I met her when I was 23, 24, yeah, I made mistakes, I mean, I wasn't perfect, but so did she, you know what I mean, so it was like a two-way street, so, you know, I know there was times where she was leaving the house to go cheat on me, knew it. She was making excuses so I couldn't go with her wherever she was going. So I already knew, like, hey, she's going to go cheat on me. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I don't know, man. I just know that nothing here works out. Nothing here has ever worked out for me. Like, as long as I've been in, in this existence, nothing has worked out. Whether I was in Christ or not in Christ, it's always been a problem. There's always problems, no matter what. No matter where I work. There's always problems like, yeah, people will be like, well, that's just life. But that's not life, man. That's not what life should be like. Life shouldn't be like that, you know? This this isn't living. This is not living. I don't I don't believe all that all the lies anymore, you know, all the science that they like, oh well, I believe in science and this and that and the big bang and I watched young Sheldon and, you know, he was making some valid points against Christianity. And it's just like, man, no, I, I know for a fact evil exists. We all do. And we know we know good exists. Right. But God is allowing this evil to do what it's been doing. And I pray against it all the time. But, man, I get tired. I get tired of like I, I I get tired of the the workload of having to pray for everything all the time. Pray before I brush my teeth. Pray before I put shampoo on my hair. Pray before before I get out the shower so I don't slip on the floor. Pray 
pray before I get in my car so nothing bad happens. Pray to every every place that I walk. It's just like I get tired of praying continuously. I'm tired of that. It's just like why doesn't I mean, like I said, do I, do I gotta make my eyes blink and I gotta make my heart beat and I gotta make my lungs breathe? Like when is just when is God just gonna do handle his business and get rid of his enemy? You cre he created this enemy. And then threw us threw us to the wolves. If we pray and we fast, I fast every day. What do I fast to today? Five o'clock today, I think. I can't I can't even go a day without fasting anymore. I have to fast every single day of my life, and it's still not enough. I think he wants me to starve to death. I mean, it's just like what what do you do? It's never enough for him. It's insanity. It's just, this is just insanity to me. So, and I, I posted something like this similar before on YouTube. I even said like I don't want to have any comments, right? And I thought I made it made it the video to where you couldn't comment on it. And some chick was on there, three four comments. Oh, you're you know just just judgment, 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 judgment. Like you're you need to. You need to do this. You need to do that. And you need to stop doing this. And you need to stop doing... I'm like, man, who is this chick? Who is she talking to? Like, she know me. Like, I don't even know who this, this woman is. And I, then I figured out how to turn off the comments. So I just turned off the comments. Like, Psh, I don't need to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know when I when I do these things, I know it's for somebody. It might only be one person. You know what I mean? But I know it's for somebody... That's out there, that's going through it, and they feel the way that I feel, and they feel like you know what, you know what, Illy, I don't, I feel you. I don't, I don't want to go through this either. I, I, I'm scared that I'm an eternal slave, and there's nothing I can do about it. There's no choice. You don't. Nobody wants to choose Satan and go to hell, which means you have to completely. Be compliant to God. And that's the whole reason Satan rebelled, right? He wanted he didn't he didn't like he didn't like being under under God's thumb like that. So I always I always think like man if I make it to heaven, I feel like I'll be really far away on a mountaintop somewhere. Just Staring, staring off into the, the skyline or something, you know, because just the thought of eternity is depressing to me, you know. And like I've, I've, I've listened to so many accounts of people in heaven, you know, heaven and hell testimonies. I post a lot of them, you know. And like this one dude, he went to heaven, and it was like God was putting thoughts in his in his mind and then when he spoke it or something the guy was like yeah yeah and then he's like yeah but didn't you put the thought in my mind that idea in my mind and now that i'm saying it you're congratulating me god was like yeah yeah and he's just like dang like you could tell by his facial expressions that that spooked him that that was kind of weird and scary to him you know what i mean and it is kind of creepy, you know what I mean? Because it's just like, 
We exist because he, he made us exist. But we don't exist without him. You know what I mean? I mean, you can, I guess, but you'll be in hell forever if you don't want to be around him. So I, it's not like I don't want to be around him. It's just like, it's just, it's overwhelming for me. Like, just, just everything is just too much to handle. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I, I, I wish for simplicity. I wish for like a, a simpler life. I wish to actually not have like all the knowledge that I do have. Um, they say ignorance is bliss, you know, and I almost feel like that's true to a certain extent. If it's, if it's the ignorance is bliss where you're like an innocent child. Like when I see kids and, and, and babies, I mean, I know they have bad days too, like horrible days. Like I see that, but when I see kids like in a genuine, like good moment with their family and they're happy and they're just like, oh, we're going to bake cookies and they're all happy and they're dancing. And like, we're going to go sled in or we're going to do this. Like they're playing with the dog or something like that. Like when I see little pure innocent moments like that, that's cool. Like I, I dig that like that. I feel that, you know what I mean? But I don't know. I know there was a point in time. Like I don't ever feel like I was that kid anyways. Like I always feel like I, I had a dark childhood you know, not to complain because everybody goes through crazy stuff, you know what I mean? Way worse than I, I went through. But in retrospect, you know, I always feel like I've been kind of like a deep thinker, even as a kid. Like, what the heck am I doing here? Like, what is this all about? Why do I have to be here? Like, I always remember having that feeling like, why do I have to be a part of this why do i have to participate in this you know what i mean and i always hear god all oh, because i want you to it's all about you god you know what i mean it's all about what god wants what about what i want i don't want i don't want to be a pawn between you and satan i don't want this type of pressure to where everything i do is wrong everything i do is a sin everything i think is a sin I could go to hell for probably speaking what I'm feeling right now for all I know. How do I know this isn't clamor and complaining, which is a sin? How do I know that this isn't blasphemy to Holy Spirit? Like, I don't know. Everybody has their thoughts and ideologies and opinions and perspectives and perceptions on what they think this and that and that. And this. Like, even in the Bible, people, everybody interprets the Bible differently. And they're always like, no, no, this is the way that it is. No, 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 this is the way that it is. My, the way that I interpret it because I researched and I did it. Like, that's this whole world. It's always people's thoughts and opinions. Even this right here, me speaking, right? So, I don't even, I really didn't even want to be talking this long. I, I thought I was going to be like 10, 10, 15 minutes maybe. But yeah. Don't, how do you end it? Pray for me. Pray for me, really. All this prayer, and then it's just like, what, man? It's just like, like it's like I don't want you. I don't want the breadcrumbs. I don't want this present, that present, and this present, and that present. Like non-existence. It's just I, that seems like peace to me. That seems like simplicity to me. But I don't even know if that exists. Like even the thought of non-existence 
existing means that it doesn't probably exist, right? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's too much for my mind to comprehend, you know? I, I'm not, like, I'm not an expert in these things. I'm just trying to figure out, like, why am I always under demonic attack? Like, my whole life under demonic attack, you know what I mean? Like, people think I'm literally crazy. Like, I'm schizophrenic or I got split personalities. Like, I've heard people say so many things about me. He's a conspiracy theorist, this and that. Like, that that drives me crazy, too. Because, really, I'm just somebody trying to figure everything out. Like, why am I here? Like, why do I have to participate in this? That's, like, the number one question that I deal with every day. And it's like, okay, well, the Bible says to do this and the Bible says to do that. And that, you know, obviously, I'm always leaning on that because that seems like the one all be all truth for me. Like I don't I'm not wavering in my faith. Like I do believe in the the Bible and all that. I you know, I've seen Jesus. Like I've met Jesus. Um but you know, the requirements to get closer to him is f- fasting, like intense worship and prayer. And it's just like, I don't really have the energy for all that, man. Because life just beats me up so much. Like, I'm fasting every day. Maybe that's not good enough. Maybe he doesn't want me fasting till five. Maybe he wants me fasting for 40 days without food. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of like what it feels like. But then you do it once, and then when you got to do it again. And and again, and again, and again, and again. It's just like, man, I'm just tired of all, all these to-do lists for him. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have a to to. I don't even want a to do list for myself. Like, I'm sick of me. I'm tired of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm tired of dealing with everything at this point. I am. Anyway, I'm gonna get off, but uh, I don't even. I don't even know if I'm going to post this or not. I'm stressed out, man. It's just too much. Yes, I'm waiting on the rapture. I believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. But honestly, I don't even I don't even care about the pre-tribulation rapture. I just I'm ready to go. Like I'm ready. Like if it's is it going to be heaven? Is it going to be cool? Is it going to be good? I don't want to go to hell and you know, if I can't go to heaven, and you're not going to send me to hell, then non-existence or something. Like, I don't know, but it's just like, this is just too much to deal with. It really is. It's just like, there's just so many problems in the world. Like, I'm just tired of everything evil. I'm sick of evil. And I just think God need to do something about it. Like, just do, just handle it. Just get rid of the evil. Just get rid of the fallen angels. Get rid of the demons. And allow everybody a second chance to try to live life without that demonic influence. Like, really, it's that simple. Like, we just, if you want to give us free will, then give us a free will if we want to eat strawberries or blueberries. You know what I'm saying? Bananas or pancakes or muffins or, you know what I'm saying? Like, that that type of free will, that's cool. I get that. But don't give us the free will to do something horribly evil. Like, it's just stupid to me. It's immature. Like, that's what I feel like. It's just like, God, if he's so perfect, why would he, I don't even want to say, man, but it just seems like a lot of immaturity with all this. I love y'all. Peace.